My name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. I'm Jenna. I am a cleric elf, and my name is Lix Balzator. And my name is Rico. I am the Dungeon Master for Season 3 of the campaign. Someday. Yeah. Maybe. All right, I'm, we're not going to do a Rico's Recap or Deborah's Diary because there's not a whole lot to recap. It's just a tournament of blood. There were some fights. And then Ari won his fight. Neith won her fight. And those fights took too long. <laughs> and Rico totally forgot to get Jelly in there. <laughs> Ari goes and gets healed. Yeah, you can totally go and get healed. I just assume you would, by default, go and get just, healed. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Like every declared. time, every time your guys' fights are over, I always take you back up to max HP because I assume you're you're going to you're going to go back and fight. Rico was into it. Was He's like 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 Super it. Saiyan Rico. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ari is back up to one hundred and three. Neath is back up to eighty-two. Jelly, you're still at full at eighty-three. Nice. So there are, are you having fun with it? Yeah, this is great. There are (laughs) murmurs and talks that that are going around the ring. You hear that Perry was beaten. You can already presume he was beaten because Ari walked down the ramp. He looked like he got his ass kicked, like there is blood (laughs) dripping from his neck. You can see gigantic teeth marks in his neck where Perry bit the fuck out of his neck. His hands... um, because the bones or hairline fractured are probably just shaking because monks don't have a pain immunity. So he feels it. And you saw Ari with busted hands keep punching on a big giant fucking Kodiak bear. So you know he's feeling it. Yeah, I'm just I just kinda wince as I see Ari. I'm just like, oof. If I'm if I'm walking by her while I'm leaving the room. You totally can. Yeah, you there's there's moments for RP if you would like the Party is out refilling the sand that you and Perry had entirely fucked up with your golems and the punches and the blows. So they're refilling the sand, putting more stone back into the ground because your earth golem just left a giant pile of stone in the middle of the goddamn arena. I'm going to grin at Jelly and lean in and whisper to Jelly, you know he had me, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure he, he conceded that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... He's a funny dude, that one. Yeah, you know, he doesn't really... I mean, he's so cool. Like, he doesn't even really care if he loses because he knows how cool he is. So That is in line with what he was saying to you. Like, he wanted to put on a good show, so what she's saying is 100% accurate of Perry. He is way too cool for a tournament of blood. Okay, I'm going to lean back out uh, away from Jelly and then kind of put my arm up to her and say good luck. Thanks, and I, I, I do that too do the like elbow arm bump yeah there we go arm bump <laughs> he'd probably fist bump you but his hands are fucking yeah fractured. Oh, yeah I'm, I'm about to do that but then i see him shaking i'm like eh, okay i'm not gonna do that <laughs> but your gloves are in immaculate shape yeah, they God. weren't ripped or torn <laughs> so they still look good also i had a big hunk of cheese with me and i i just finished it the only <laughs> thing that's going to ruin those gloves is if someone casts shatter specifically on oh. your gloves but nobody is gonna think to cast shatter on cloth gloves <laughs> So you'll be fine for a while. Yeah, and also I know a guy. Yes, you do also know a guy. Your little dragon pet did not come with you. He's probably hanging out with Hephaestus. Hanging out with Hephaestus. Hephaestus loves him. So I'm. I'm, Hephaestus loves dragons. I love. I love it. I love what's happening. So as you guys are having your conversation, 
There is a new name that appears on the board above the gates, and it is your name, not your made-up name, but Jelsira Venfire appears on the board. Oh, I guess everybody knows it's me now. Yeah, because <laughs> yep, you dropped your disguise on, in your first that's fight. That's right, yep. You gave up that ruse real quick. <laughs> Mike, that's fine. It was but fun. none of it was the bets were invalidated. Said. Your bets for Jelly were still showed as, as good. Nice. I need to start taking bets over here. And that is page. the, you know, Eris doesn't care. It's chaos. She loves this shit. It's her <laughs> favorite. So yeah, Jelsira Venfire shows up on the board. Burns into the board. Jelsira Venfire gold. It burns in gold and it leaves a black burnt into the woods. I'm like, hey, that's me. Yep. And then the... Oh, gate- that first one got me a fuck ton because it was 50 to 1 50 on to that one. one. And yeah. what, is, what is Jelly now? What's my ticket showing now? It's still the same. 50, 50 to, to 1. 1 with Jelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the bets the bets were made. Nothing changes. The books are closed. I mean, for for people to the all the all the people have already registered. All the bets were all the bets were laid. The house if the house gets fucked, the house gets fucked. That's you know, that's a risk you take betting. Them's the rules. Yep. So the gates opened, ready for you to walk into the arena. I just kinda Are you taking your wheel of cheese with you? I, I I just ate the last bite of it. Oh. I just and then like you can see like some crumbs drop to the ground. And I'm like, okay. So I just kinda like would run into the arena through the gates, just kinda scamper in. <laughs> and I just kinda stop and I just look around and like see all the people. I'm like, oh people uh. cheer as you come out into the arena. Ares gets up next to Hephaestus, he stands at the edge and he throws a fist in the air. He's like, yeah, that's my scion. <laughs> and people are like, oh, they're in Oz. <laughs> Ares lets everybody know that you are his favorite. And I, I put my fist, but I look at Ares and I do the same thing, put my fist in the air, just, you know. And then he, he pounds on his <laughs> yeah. chest, like respect. Yeah, you impressed him with that last fight against that against that orc, that half orker. No, he was, he was an orc druid. I'm just on cloud nine right now, just like feeling, just feeling all this adoration. I'm just like, yeah. Oh. Aries is really happy with you. Feels good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. He was always so standoffish, but this is a tournament of blood. This is he lives for this shit, so he loves to watch people get murdered. Tournament of butt. I didn't murder that that druid, didn't I? You yes, you ate his neck. <laughs> there, his head was hanging on by just the the little bit of skin oh. in the back, but that connects the the head to your back. What got into me? Well, I guess he did try to kill me. Actually, he did so. try to kill you. He wasn't pulling any punches. Nope. He absolutely tried to kill you. He was fighting to the death. You could feel it with mm-hmm. you know his attacks and how vicious he was. He was trying to kill you. You had no choice. It That's was it was true. killed or be killed. Kill or be killed. Yep, at that it was point. just pure savagery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry your savage attacker doesn't play in because you're always going to do max damage. Because mm. um, we're not rolling dice. This is just for storyteller purposes. You're always going to do max damage. You don't have to roll twice. That's and take fine. The better of the two. But I mean, savage attacker will come and play. Just don't forget you have it because I haven't because it's a great part. Great. Great thing. So as you come out, people are cheering for you. They are chanting your name. You see Perry in the stands as well. Doesn't look any worse for the wear, <laughs> despite the fight he just had with Ari. And he's also chanting your name. Oh, I just kind of gush a little bit. Yeah, he is excited to watch you fight. And then the other gate begins to open, and there is an immediate hush of silence <laughs> no. over the entire crowd because this person is walking up from the hill because they are elevated. They can see who it is. You cannot see who it is yet, but there is a dead silence <laughs> in the crowd. And as they continue to walk up the hill, you see the reflection of the sun glare off of what you can imagine is probably the shiniest, steeliest mm-hmm. looking metal that probably ever existed. It's almost blinding. That is burnt out. And as they walk up the hill, you see, not Martell, you see oh. Theobald. Oh, no. <laughs> in his full plate mail, he actually has a helmet on, so you can't see his face, but you've seen Theobald multiple times. You know him by his armor and his frame. This is absolutely Theobald. And he's carrying his two-handed fucking warhammer. 
and he walks up into the arena and the crowd is absolutely hushed. They can feel and you can feel the amount of spiritual faith and pressure coming off of him. Like he is such a high level cleric. If you were evil, like your alignment were evil at all, you would shrink away from him because he is such a bastion of light and faith. In fact, there are people that are in the arena that do have evil alignments that like wince and cringe, like just his mere presence hurts them. He radiates this angelic aura from his being. And he walks into the arena with his giant warhammer. And then as he gets to the center of the arena, he stretches his arms out wide and As he stretches his arms out wide, there is a large radiant blast that comes down from the sky. And what was before you, that was Martell in his shining plate mail, now floats just a couple inches above the ground before you a... How can I put this into words to illustrate the gravitas? There is what you would imagine would be the epitome of a seraphim-like angel. Oh, scary. The It would be if you were evil. <laughs> it, an amazing calm washes over you as Theobald turns into an avatar of angelic being. At this point, it doesn't look like Theobald. It looks like you are fighting the most divine of angelic creatures. And the Warhammer that he was holding now burns with a golden fire that just radiates radiant energy. This is a high-level cleric ability. They can take on an an angelic avatar-type form. Lux will eventually get this ability as well being a high level cleric so what you thought was going to be a theobald is now this amazing radiant angel and he floats there just hovering a couple inches off of the ground his wings are feathered and they look like they're made out of pure sunlight there is a glowing sparkling halo above his head and the only features on his face are two eyes that glow and are radiating this golden light or energy it looks like the energy is escaping from his eyes and just floating upwards it looks like theobald here is to kick ass (laughs) and he's not worried about taking names yeah and i'm i'm here to get my ass kicked (laughs) yes you are (laughs) and he is going to wait there in the middle of the arena hovering at least (laughs) And floating. Somewhat as invincible as Perry, so. Well, I don't have my wild shapes anymore, so. (laughs) Yeah, you might be fucked. Yeah. You need infinite wild shapes. Where do you get that at, 20? 20. (laughs) (laughs) What do I get at 20? I forget. I don't have my level 7 spell slot anymore. You don't have what? My level 7 spell slot anymore. Did you burn it? Mm Mm-hmm. I produce flame. Why not? I just get it ready in my sure. hand. <laughs> not that it's going to do anything, but I just want to have it. And what? Ugh. That's not great. What? At 20, when I roll for initiative and have no key points remaining, I regain four key points. Thanks, 20. Neat. <laughs> yeah. I've, I mean, it's nice, but come on, man. <laughs> so you create flame? Yeah. And he is just going to float there. <laughs> In the center of the arena. He's not going to charge at you. He's not going to attack you. It doesn't look like he's going to take any action against you unless you were to take an action first. And you don't know if that's because of his angelic being or if he doesn't seem too concerned with you. Probably both. (laughs) I don't think he sees me as a threat right now. It is probably a little bit of both. Yeah, Yeah, a little column A, a little column B. (laughs) But... You can be rest assured Theobald would not do this if he didn't think he didn't have to. You've Mm. never seen Theobald do this before during the entire heist. You never saw him in this form. With his first fight against the other paladin, you never saw him in this form. 
this looks like he he looks like he took this form because he is taking you 100% deadly serious. Oh, wow. So this is maybe more of a defensive action for him as well because he's like, "Oh shit, this is a druid. I know what Perry can do. I'm not about to take this easily." Oh, and just for the record, you guys will have a night of rest after Oh, good. After your first couple matches. Yeah, I think I'm going to need that. Oh, um, sweet. How how tall is he right now? He is eight and a half feet tall. So I'm, will I be rested up before my next match? Yes. Yes, you guys will have a night of rest after Jelsira's match here. And you say he has uh, two, just two eyeballs? Just two eyes. Hmm. No nose, no mouth that you can see. Uh, are, you fam- <laughs> are you familiar with the internet meme Slenderman? Mm-hmm. With the all white face that's... Yeah, his like, face looks like that, but just with eyes that you can see. That's like it, leaking this golden wow, energy. Wow, like an alien. Yeah. Does it wings? He does. He has wings made of feathers that are glowing gold. Lots of. He has two wings. I know seraphim usually have what, like four to six. Yeah. He's only got two. Okay. He's seraphim like. Seraphims are a little scary. Yeah. Not as scary as the other ones. Yeah. The other ones are fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Which again is why. God starts with be not afraid. (laughs) Because holy shit, I'm terrifying. (laughs) Please be not afraid. I'm not going to eat you. I know I look like a terrifying being. And I am. (laughs) But God says, do this thing, okay? Stop interfering with Josiah's plan. Are you you formulating a plan? Yeah. Kind of vamping into the... (laughs) Like I know, there's not really much I can do. Oh, there's but, tons you can do. You're the best. I do want to. We believe. I in do want to put it on a show. You should absolutely put on a show. Is Ari healed enough by the time their match starts to like? Yeah, you can be back to full. Sweet. There are plenty of clerics and paladins that'll burn spells and lay on hands. In fact, one of the Bahamut paladins that no pan comes and lays on hands. You nice personally. Like he goes away from somebody else to come to you because he saw you get your ass whooped by Perry. He's like, ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna give him a little extra care. Arigato gozaimasu. Okay, I feel like I need to a little bit of a distraction here. So, um, put up both my hands like this. We'll look at the ground, and I'm like, you know, I think we need some insects in here. Maybe an insect plague. Ooh, gross. So I cast insect plague. Um, so it's a 20 foot radius. That on... sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a 20 foot radius centered on a point of my choosing. So right. Right on his head, basically. So on him? Yeah. He has a point of origin? Okay. Yep. Uh, and then um, on his failed save, he takes 4d10 piercing damage. And also, it's a concentration spell the last 10 minutes. Um, so they have to make his... Yeah. Okay. The creature makes... Yeah, so basically every turn, they have to make a saving throw until the spell ends. Or, or unless they leave the area. So you hold out both of your hands. The flame sphere that you summoned is just there floating next to you. As you lay out your hands, there is a disgusting black cloud that opens <laughs> up under the feet of Theobald. Oh, are cockroaches insects? Yes. <laughs> and as the hole opens and expands, it opens first one feet, then it doubles two feet, four feet, six feet. Nope, sorry, eight feet, 16 eight feet. feet. And every time it expands, a new insect crawls out. <laughs> so there are, first, there are cockroaches <laughs> that come out. Then there are locusts <laughs> that begin to fly out. Then <laughs> there are grasshoppers that begin to jump out. If it's Matt, he's conceited. <laughs> Not Ari, Matt. And what is another gross nope, nope. insect? We got cockroaches, <laughs> locusts, grasshoppers. Fuck it. We'll just go cicadas. Like the brood X cicadas. And they all begin to pour out. Can we do a centipede too? Yeah, we'll replace cicadas with centipedes, actually. Okay. So Blah. instead of cicadas, centipedes. And they Blah. all begin to pour out from this black inky cloud under the ground. And the insects appear to be crawling on top of each other to get a couple inches up to where Theobald is standing. And as the cockroaches cockroaches get to his feet, they begin to bite and nibble. Then the grasshoppers jump up to his shins and his knees, and they begin to chew and gnaw. Then the locusts fly up and fly out, and they go up 
to from his knees all the way up to like his chest and they begin to scratch and bite and claw and then finally all of the centipedes they crawl up from this tower of insects and completely engulf and wrap his head uh again there are no saves to make you said it was 4d10 so that's going to be 40 damage we're going to have that it's going to be 20 and it's going to be 20 20 20 20 20 20 and he's not moving He's standing there. He's not taking any action <laughs> against you. And you said this lasts 10, ten minutes? 10 minutes. So after about five minutes, <laughs> he picks up what was his Warhammer, and he makes a large circle in front of him as a giant beam of radiant energy awashes over him and begins to burn and disintegrate all of the insects that were gnawing and gashing at him. So he took about 100 damage worth of insects before he decided he was tired of it. Before he decided. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. What, did Jelly get to do extra stuff then in those turns where he was just dicking around getting damaged? Yeah, she absolutely can. Do you want to do extra stuff? I don't. Because it's I mean, a concentration spell. He, he's yeah. not attacking you, so you can keep concentrating on yeah, that spell. I, yeah, oh. You can I do too. additional oh. stuff if you want. Yeah, I'd like to. Because um, I think while you have a concentration spell, you can cast other spells yeah. that are bonus actions, so on, right? So on is it's not a concentration spell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, um, okay, well, I'm like, well, this is going on. I guess one way to maybe fight radiant energy would be, would be with necrotic energy. Couldn't hurt. So just one hand cast bite nice and that's 8d8 8d8 what's 8 times 8 64 yeah so another 32 damage it's a square 132 damage he has now taken i fucking love a square and as the necrotic damage washes over him some of the radiant feathers begin to like fall off of him Mm. and as the feathers are falling off of his wings they're turning black and necrotic and they're beginning to sizzle with disease and pestilence as they hit the ground and they hit the ground in like this black goopy sludge because you have mixed necrotic energy with pure radiant energy so he looks at you (laughs) Uh intently and then he dashes directly for you at an intense speed similar to ari's speed (sighs) so fast that you are unable to track him and are you familiar with dragon ball z yes you know how Goku has instant transmission where he's there and then he blinks out of existence for a second. He's directly mm-hmm. in front of you. So that's like what Theobald did to you. You see like a Goku-like instant transmission. He was there. You blinked. He was gone. You blinked again. He was directly in front of you. And he shoots out of his eyes, both of them, a intense direct beam of radiant energy directly Ow. into your eyes and your mouth. Mm. <laughs> and it doesn't do any additional damage because you are not evil. Oh, okay. Clerics, when they fight something that is evil, their spells do additional damage, right, especially glad- high-level clerics. But because you are not evil... You don't take any additional okay. radiant damage. I'm glad I'm not. Yet. I'm glad I'm not evil. So you're going to take 32 radiant damage. Oof! As he blasts pure radiant energy directly into your face. Mm. 32 isn't bad. You're still at 57. You're perfectly okay. And then he floats there directly in front of you, and you can actually hear him breathing. And every time he exhales and breathes, it's like the radiant energy pulses out of his eyes like each exhale there's a pulse of radiant energy each inhale the energy goes back into his eyes and you can feel the radiant heat coming off of his warhammer which you can probably speculate will be next to clonk you if you don't (laughs) make some distance uh as quick as you possibly can or you go for the gold jelly uh, style aries style (laughs) i have a spell jump i like to use just a level one spell right just um it's my jump distance, distance is tripled, and I just jump back. You just jump straight back? Yep. How far? Oh, what mm. is your jump distance? Oh, that's actually a good question. <laughs> I've never actually really 
Um, I want to say without a running start, your jump distance is half your movement speed. Okay. Well, but I may be incorrect. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, look real quick. Yeah. So it's like three plus my strength modifier. Yeah, three plus your strength modifier. Okay. So three plus what is? I don't even. I barely even look at it anymore. Oh, four four feet. But I guess if it's tripled, so twelve feet. Twelve feet. Yeah. So you cast your jump spell and attempt to jump twelve feet. As you begin to jump backwards, you feel a hand reach out and grab your little tiny halfling leg. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. As Theobald has grabbed your leg, he lifts you up in the air, upside down, so you're dangling downwards as he's grabbing onto your leg. And you can watch. This appears in slow motion to you, but really to everybody else, this is normal speed. But you have a moment of pure reflection where your life flashes before your eyes. For just a moment, you see little <laughs> tiny baby jelly. You remember coming into oh, no, I'm your first die. magic. You remember your first wild shape. You remember finding Cedric. You and remember killing that Allosaur off that cliff. Yep. You remember the Allosaur falling off the cliffs. And... As you snap back into current reality, you see this radiant mace smash directly into your head. And as it smashes into your head, he lets go of your leg to let the momentum of the Warhammer throw you across the arena. It's only going to do 16 damage. But for a moment, the fear of whatever god you worship was put into you. He was feeling it. Oh, baby. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And he continues to float there just watching you Unreal. because he knows at any point in time he can be on you in an instant. Yeah. And I'm all aware of that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you do notice that he has lost more feathers on his wings. He is no longer floating in the air. His feet are solid on the ground. And the radiant light coming from his eyes is starting to waver. Mm. He may have miscalculated the length of your insect plague spell. <laughs> and just for a record, the radiant angel form spell doesn't last forever. It is also timed. You think it may be coming near to an end. Mm. Mm. You, got, you got it. If you have any nukes left over... Rico recommends you use one now. Yeah, nuke some shit. Okay. Like put it in the microwave. Um, I would like to cast Call Lightning. Um, so this is going to be... Shit. It's... Didn't turn off Deborah's mic. Do you fucking try? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a range of 120 feet, but he's definitely not that far away from me. No, he's um, definitely within range. It's a 3d10 lightning damage on a failed save. Well, he's going to fail a save. So 30, half, 15. 50 damage. So he takes 15 damage of lightning. The So the clouds open up. There is a loud thunderous crack as thunder booms and lightning cuts through the sky. And it hits him dead on at the top of his head. The pressure from the lightning is so immense that it drops him to his knee, one knee. And the golden radiant energy emanating from his eyes ceases. He's still in his angelic holy warrior form. This tough motherfucker. But he is no longer radiating radiant energy from his eyes. And he looks up at you. And one eye is closed, one eye is open. It looks like he would be wincing in pain from as much as a featureless face could wince in pain. But it looks like that lightning strike did a significant amount of damage to him, more than he was prepared for. Nice. As his angelic form is beginning to wane. So as you've knocked him to his knees, he dashes back towards you again. In that instant transmission form, or instant transmission-like movement, and he picks you up around the neck with one hand, and as he picks you up off of the ground, all of the radiant feathers begin to dissipate and disappear in twinkling radiant 
sparkly magic, and the angelic form is no longer there. Now it's just Theobald in his armor with his regular warhammer, and his armor is singed from lightning. There are still insects falling out from under his helmet. Uh, from his From his gloves and stuff. Uh. Yeah. And he says to you why he has you around... Goddamn nightmare fuel. <laughs> around the neck. <laughs> you are almost on equal footing as Perry. Is there a reason you haven't shifted into an animal? Well, you know, I have my reasons. Uh, you know, I just... <laughs> I mean, uh, one reason is that I, I, I'm, out of, I'm out of oil shaped. That's, that's actually the biggest reason. That's the only reason. And then he drops you, and then he turns around from you, and he begins to walk back towards the tunnel. It seems like he has lost interest in this fight because you cannot fight him at 100%. Hell, I can still polymorph. He doesn't know that. <laughs> but if you aren't going to turn into an animal to fight him, he is not interested in this fight. <laughs> I, I, I want to turn into a T-Rex with my polymorph. I'm going to burn my last level four spell slot to do it. So you're going to polymorph into a T-Rex? Yep. Oh fuck yeah! Got to give people a show. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna make any sounds or anything? To- oh, I'm gonna let out a, like just belt out like the biggest roar I could I could ever possibly do, and I want to like kind of look at Aries as I'm doing it, but also in the direction of of Theobald. Just so as you let out this gigantic dinosaur roar, Theobald is going to wince or like freak out a little bit. Like you know when you're startled, you kind of jump a little bit and get duck like oh my god what the hell just happened <laughs> so he does that after he hears your roar and he turns around and he rips his helmet off of his head and he throws it into the stands and people cheer yeah <laughs> as they now have a theobald souvenir he can <laughs> get another helmet what the fuck? and he takes off his plate mail chest piece he pulls it off over himself and he throws it to the side it hits the ground with a heavy thud like heavier than what normal like goku and piccolo's weighted clothes when they hit the ground it makes a large puff of dust like theobald wears some incredibly heavy armor under his armor he's got no shirt he's bare-chested oh that's a he, that's certainly a choice yep <laughs> He leaves the leg guards on and he leaves the wrist guards on, but he picks up his war hammer and you see him smile and he looks excited and he has wide eyes and a grin on his face as he charges directly at your T-Rex form with his war hammer up over his head. He looks like he's getting ready to try and run at you and just bash the fuck out of a T-Rex with a war hammer. Battle junkie. I want to try to take my tail and just whack him with it. Like just whack. <laughs> like something he's probably not expecting. Maybe. I don't know. So you're going to try and swipe at him with your tail? Right. As he's running at me. Bad news. Oof. You did this tail swipe against the orc. Theobald <laughs> saw that fight. Oh no. So he <laughs> jumps onto your tail and as your back is to him he's running up your tail and your back and he's going to take his warhammer and bring it down on the top of your skull it's not magic or anything at this point it's just bashing oh just bashing damage um i don't know what the health is on a t-rex but i'm sure it's a lot more than 38 um so (laughs) you're gonna take you know eight damage oh. to the top of your skull it's it only it only does 2d8 it's a max of 16 okay so half that you're gonna take eight damage oh, yeah i'm fine it's just a warhammer i mean it, he, he does most of his damage with his spells but he doesn't want to cast any spells he wants to go blow to blow with a t-rex well he he got what he wanted <laughs> yep and he's gonna just continue to bash on your head until you either stop him or shake him off i shake him off and you successfully do he there was nothing to hold on to it's not like t-rex have horns or hair (laughs) to grip onto and he's gonna get thrown off he's gonna fall you know 10 or 12 feet to the ground and then he's going to jump back up with his warhammer back in his hand and he's gonna run at you again okay this time around um i want to 
I'm actually just going to charge right back at him. I'm that is run exactly what I hope you were yep. going to do. Yeah, just just to just. Theobald was not expecting to charge into a T Rex that was going to charge him. You hit him head the the top of your head directly into his unarmored chest. You hear sickening cracks as ribs multiple break and shatter as he falls or is flown backwards away from you. A T-Rex is infinitely stronger and infinitely heavier than a human. So he was charging you with his war hammer up, leaving himself entirely exposed. You charged into him with a massive headbutt to the length of his body. He flies and hits into the wall and he drops his war hammer and he's sitting there. But he looks up at you and he coughs up blood in your general direction. And he gets up and grabs his Warhammer with one hand and he points his Warhammer directly at you and he begins to chant. I charge at him. You charge at him again? Yeah. So you charge at him again, uh, as uh, T Rexes want to do with their incredibly. I'm sure, huge charge distance. 50 feet speed. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And as you charge at him, as you get about within 10 feet, he blasts you with another radiant strike. Oof. His chanting was him praying to his god, so it's a holy imbued strike. So he's going to hit you for 48, for another 24 damage into your T-Rex as you plaster him into the wall. Would you like to pull your punch? Yes. Sweet. So your head hits, again, the full length of his body, and you are stopped by the wall of the arena. Because you pulled at the last moment, Theobald is, like, pinned against your head, and he's breathing really heavily, and he whispers to you, thank you for that glorious battle. I am spent. Please do the honor. Do me the honor of letting me walk out of here with my dignity intact. Um, I I I let out a roar, a T Rex roar, and then I kind of just back up a little bit. And Theobald slouches to the ground, still standing on his two feet because you left him with like one HP, and he cheers for you, and he points his warhammer at you and raises his hand in your direction. D- denoting to the crowd that you are the victor of the battle. And there is a raucous cheer again as a crowd is like, yes, Josira, <laughs> bested Theobald. Woo! And Ares is like, yes, that's my girl. I lifted my little T-Rex arms. <laughs> this. A little yep. T-Rex cheer and <laughs> you let out a, I imagine your Tyrannosaurus Rex war is much like the end of the first Jurassic Park when the T-Rex is in the community building mm. and he just lets out a large victory roar and like the banner and shit falls. Like s- some stones fall out of the wall from the might of your roar nice. and Theobald turns to walk away dragging his hammer on the ground behind him not even over his shoulder like he doesn't appear to have the strength to lift up his war hammer mm-hmm. and there is blood just dripping from his eyes and his mouth and his nose there are clearly internal injuries he is bleeding internally oh no he He'll is okay. going to seek medical attention or he will bleed to death Ooh. You a bad bitch. <laughs> but but he's walking, right? Yes, he's walking. Okay, he'll be okay. It's labored. He's walking under his own power, but he wants to walk under his own power out I of the see. arena. Yeah, I'm just going to let him do it. Then I'm sure he'll find a paladin who he'll heal. Oh, him, there so. are... He'll be fine. There are a ton of other clerics. You can rest assured Genevieve is down there to take care of Theobald. Okay, good. Yeah. Um. So he will be just fine. Just for the heck of it, just for fun, I stay in T-Rex form. And they start stomping out towards my gate. Just. Nice. (laughs) Oh, that's a power move. Mm -hmm. That is a power move. And you get to the gates and they are too small. (laughs) I try to. Like they are too short. They are wide enough, but they are not tall enough. They 
the gates do not accommodate a 32 foot tall T-Rex. Okay, so I break the the polymorph spell and I just like turn back into Joey and then just run back through the gates like really fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody is impressed with you. Um the people that you run by as you come down the ramp, they want to touch you. Like even uh, like the high fives, like the sports. <laughs> Like on both sides, like the basketball. That's players. exactly what they wanted. Yep, that's what I do. So you run down and you give, you give, you give, you give slaps to everybody. Fives as you run through. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the people are patting you on the back and patting you on the shoulder and congratulations. You, I have you at thirty HP in your Jelsai reform. Thirty eight HP. Mm-hmm. So you probably need to go see some healing. Get yeah. some healing as well. Yeah, I should probably do that. So the people will help you over to the. You actually see Ari that's been attended to by the Bahamut Paladin. Oh, hey, Ari. Hey. Uh, so he's still there. He'll heal you if you want, if you ask nicely. Yeah. Like, I'm still have like this adrenaline rush from the fight, so I don't really feel it. But You don't even have to ask nicely. You can ask however the hell you want. But, and then as soon as I kind of sit down and start to feel it, I'm like, oh, that really hurt. I'm like, hey, I could use some healing, Mr. Oh, Paladin. I know please. that look. Ooh. Give me just a moment. Okay. And, and also, also, can I eat afterwards? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. You I'm can hungry. Eat now, if you want. Oh, that that would be great if I could eat and get healed at the same time. And then, yeah, he lays on hands to fill you back up to full. There are other bouts and other matches that don't really appear to be relevant to you guys and the story. But the first day of the tournament goes on and eventually concludes and comes to an end. The gates. In the the competitors ring, open up, and people say you are now free to leave. You are free to go home and rest, okay. and come back for the second day of the singles tournament. Congratulations on your victories, on your first wins. Please come back and see us tomorrow as we resume the next stages of singles. Should we? Should we get our shit back? You absolutely can get your shit back. Okay, I'm gonna go get my shit back. You know, yeah, I'm whatever. I'll, ch- I'll check it back when we're done. Yeah, know. all of your guys' stuff is there. Nothing is amiss. Nothing is stolen. Sweet. Nothing is missing. It's all exactly the way it was when you handed it to them. Thank this you very, very much up and up. for taking good care of my shit. And now you guys can go get a, a long rest. It is it is oh, late good. in the evening. Oof. You guys are free to get a, a nice rest to refresh your spell slots, refresh your key, do whatever you want. And then after you guys wake up, you will go back to the arena. And Ari will have his second to last match. I assume we're still allowed to like sleep at Eris's yeah, absolutely. mayoral estate. Yeah, absolutely. I do that. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, I know it's like a big city and I can do whatever I want, especially now that I'm like Sheriff Jelly. Constable, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm going to go sleep. I'm tired. That was a. Well, yeah, I for sure meditate for 30 minutes. I need to get I my sleep. wild shapes and my spells. Well, Electo was there waiting for you. Oh, at the at mayoral estate. Nice. So we probably do the do the dirty if you want to. Oh yeah, we do that. <laughs> she's she's she is amped up watching your fights. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well then, yeah. I release. She takes it less easy on you this time than she did the last time. That's fine. Let's go because change. she knows that you are a fucking monster. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so yes, you. Uh, we get down and dirty. You down have to fight a around wonderful evening with your. With with Electo, you get a good night's rest. You get a long rest. Get my key back. Uh, get meditate. your key back. Meditate. Yeah. You get a nice rest. You can refresh all of your spell <sighs> slots. You get your wild shapes back. And then when you guys are ready, you can go report to the arena for the next day of matches. Jelsira, you have two matches left. Ari, you have two matches left. We will say Neith has two matches left as well. She was one of the other matches that went on the evening, but she won. No, okay. Good job, Neith. Way to go, weirdo. <laughs> I go back to the arena. I give him my shit. Uh, still got my stone in my pocket. Yep. You know. Check-in is exactly the same. Another fucking thingamajiggy. Mm-hmm. Doing a thing. Mm-hmm. I head into the arena. Getting my spells. You know, of course, in the morning, I'm like, you know, you know telling Electo, you know. you know, She's going to be back up there with the rest of the fight, gods, you know? with the rest of the, the 12 Olympians. I'm not being uncouth. I'm just, you know, uh, you know, 
just blow past the morning yep. niceties of mm-hmm. you know. She doesn't. She doesn't. Thing. She doesn't do any of Cheer them me unless on, blah, you blah, blah. do them. Because again, she's a primordial god. She doesn't care about trivial no, morning yeah, niceties. It's fun. She she will <laughs> do them with you if you initiate them because it's what mortals like to do. Yeah, but, but she's yeah. never going to initiate them. They are irrelevant to her. We do goofy shit. Yeah, it's fun. But I mean, she'll 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 exchange them with you if you do them. Nice. It's not like she's cold and okay. and doesn't want to do them. She just isn't familiar with. Oh, I don't. I yeah. You know, I just don't want to n- neglect Electo. Yeah. Well, it's not what I'm. You, trying you've to taken do here. care of that when you laid the pipe. So okay. <laughs> she no longer feels neglected. Just want to treat her right. Yeah. Yeah. But she enjoys the morning niceties. She won't initiate them. But if you if you if you do, she she absolutely will take joy because she's still new to the whole the whole thing. Oh man, give me a. Rolls are irrelevant. I know. I just want to roll a 20. Oh, okay. I just want to live my best life rolling a 18 twice. Come on. Yeah, 11's not bad. How much time we got left, Matt? I I feel like we only got three minutes left. 20. Um, We probably got like 15 or so. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. Did that go that long? Yeah, that's fine, though. Fuck, I'm so sorry. Okay. No big deal. I've been fine. It's a no big, baby. (laughs) So that, that That just validates Deborah and her need to sleep or whatever. So, your name is the next name on the board. It burns into the wood with the gold and leaving the black burnt mark into the wood, Ari Futan. And then the gates slowly open up. I fly into the arena again. And everybody cheers loudly watching you. Do you like full on fly or float in? Oh, I'll full on fly this time. Fucking shoot through the gate up into the air. Everybody, everybody cheers wildly because you've flown in. They're like, oh, yes, look at Ari. He's a dragon. Yeah. And then the other gates open up. Smoke coming out my nostrils. And as the other gates open up it doesn't take long like the other gates aren't open fast enough for your opponent oh, of course to also fly out of the <laughs> gates in fact there's a large ringing large ringing sound and it sounds like metal on metal as you see fly into the arena also with their flappy dragon wings you see Martel. Let's go, champ. And Martel looks at you and he says, I was hoping you would make it this far. Me too, champ. I promise this will not be a parry situation. <laughs> oh, you don't have like infinite health? <laughs> no, I, I'm i saying I, I won't I know throw what you're them. Saying. Okay. <laughs> and he has a large huge broadsword for any mortal person like a human or anybody that wasn't dragonborn they would have to wield it with two hands he's wielding it with one hand he has a giant giant tower shield that's probably about four feet long and it is made out of glistening steel. And as the sun catches it, you've seen pearlescent paint on a car, right? Oh yeah. Um, his shield and armor. Oh, that's have this that's pearlescent, uh, um, colored shifting change as the sunlight reflects off of it. And as the sunlight reflects off of it, also reflects off of his silver scales. So he looks like it. You remember when Pan was eaten by Bahamut and yeah. you saw him at the altar of the 12 gods? Oh, yeah. He looks like a personification of Bahamut, but you know he's not a Bahamut paladin, but he looks like a Bahamut dragon. You know you know he's a, a Hades paladin. So having experienced some of Luck's death domain, you instinctively know, holy shit, this is some shit that I may have to watch out for. But this is a paladin, so instead of healing and nice flowery magic and shit like that, it is going to be raw, painful, necrotic paladin magic. I um, <clears throat> I hit him with a, you beautiful bastard, and then I fly in close for a hug real quick. Oh, and he will hug you. Yeah. So I just, I you just guys wanna, are in the air flying. We're in the air, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he gives you a big bro hug, like... The first time you saw him, that first embrace, he gives you an extra big hug, like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, and I assume- And he says that, I am so glad you're here. I assume we're both just grinning the he is. dumbest, he, yeah. fucking and stupidest He also grin. has smoke coming out of his mouth, but you know as a silver slash gold dragon, he doesn't blow fire. 
he blows what was it lightning yeah i think so yeah. lightning yeah so you can actually hear the the electricity crackling oh and behind, it smells like that behind his mouth s- the smoke from electronic smoke yeah electronic it's smoke yeah kind of yours smell. is like burnt wood smoke when you smell it your computer's yeah. fucked <laughs> yeah it's that the burnt electronic smell yeah that's what he that's what his breath smells like oh, yours I is like it. coal and wood fire smell all right <laughs> you're gonna fight a paladin let's go <laughs> ari's great in a party <laughs> all right so we we disengage our embrace and uh you know I'll hop back a couple spaces while I'm. You're flying in the air. You yeah. don't have to hop back. You know, just, just fly back. Hop, fly. Are you going you know? to fight him in the air? Are you guys going to fight while flying? Because he is going to stay flying as long as you're going to fly. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and land while watching him just to see if he's gonna land as well. If you land, if you land, he lands. Okay. He lands. Too. I'm gonna land. All right. I'm he'll a, also I'm a bit flat. I'm a bit faster on the ground. I assume he is as well. That's that's a shame because he would have absolutely fought you flying in the air, Dragonborn versus Dragonborn. Well, I'm punching. He's got weapons in the air. I'm kind of at a disadvantage. So, and then he readies his sword and he gets his shield up. Looks like he's prepared to absorb any blows you may throw at him. And in a shocking twist, he charges at you. He doesn't wait for you to engage him. He goes to engage you. All right, I take the defensive posture. Not that it matters. And fuck it, if he doesn't punch first, I'll punch. Well, he's going to shield ram you with his shield up. Because I love it. It's like a four foot shield. Oh, yeah. So he's going to shield bash you. And as he shield bashes you, you see his purple horizontal halo flare. He's getting ready to holy strike you with necrotic energy from the underworld with his shield bash. So you're going to take the D6 from the shield bash. And you're going to take 6d8, that's 48, plus 4 is 52, halved. You're going to take 26 damage from the shield bash. And he is going to um, laugh heartily. Not like in a taunting manner, but just to be like, wow, you took that hit. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, so after taking that hit, I guess I'm I'm going to try to like... Uh, pop in and hit him, you know, around his shield, just fucking, I don't know, like, faint to the side, and then come at the, poof, hit him in the side with the fist if I can, if he can't block. So, try to get around that. He is going to swing his shield arm out. Every single one of your blows is going to hit his shield with such an immense speed, you are actually going to warp and bend and shatter his shield. I love it. So like, it's not a magic shield. It's just a regular shield. And with your key-empowered blows, each punch onto the shield, there is a shockwave of energy as key-empowered strikes hit this shield. And you see him wince with each hit. It's like the energy and the key from your blows is going through the shield, because he's all holding on to it, like it's absorbing the bulk of the damage, but the sheer strength is vibrating into his arms. Like it's physically hurting his joints. And the first hit dents the shield, loud boom, thunderous strike. The second blow, so incredibly fast, folds the shield in like it bends under the weight of your fist. There is a large boom and a shock wave. And then with your third hit, the shield cannot sustain any more damage and it shatters like into shrapnel like a frag grenade when it blows up at 360 degrees of shrapnel that's what this regular steel shield does it shrapnels outwards and shrapnel cuts the side of his face you can see a cut under one of his eyes um it sticks into the walls of the arena (laughs) there is shrapnel that goes off into the stands but it hits like a gold glistening shield. You guys have seen this gold glistening shield when you walked into the arena for the, it's like the gods here are protecting the spectators and shrapnel like explodes into the arena up in the sky, up around the edges. And Martel looks at a leather strap that was holding (laughs) his shield. And he looks at you and looks at the leather strap and he rears the leather strap fist back 
and then his sword comes from the other side and the broad side not the sharp side of the sword not the bladed side the broad side hits you across the side of the face it's like he was distracting you with this fist so he could hit you on the side with the side of the face with the shield it's gonna be eight damage and he is now over extended because the one hand was back he's not he doesn't have his shield anymore. His other hand has got the sword against the side of your face. He is still in his um, plate mail, but he is open for a successive string of blows, as many as you would like to give him. Knowing you, knowing how much you can do. It's going to be do... a stunning strike, baby. Oh. Yeah. We're going to go with the punchy punch, stunning strike. And then the unarmor, extra attack, flurry of blows, boom, boom, five. Five hits, and so, you know, so I spent two key there. One stunning strike, so key. And, and so. you see blood spurt out of his dragon no- dragon nostrils as you laid all five of these successive blows directly into his midriff. Yeah, and then I'm going to follow up with another five blows. Fucking boom! Boom! Fucking extra attack, boom! Flurry of blows, boom, boom! And it's been one that time, baby. <laughs> as the as the stunning strike ends, he finally gets to act. He coughs like as blood comes out, but then you smell that electric burning smell, and directly behind the blood that he spit out is a gigantic dragon's breath blast of electricity directly into your face. He took some damage though, right? Yeah, he took fifty five damage. Is that all he took? The second time, 55, the first time, he's taken 110 damage. The first five hits was 55, then you stunned him. Then the second five hits is another 55. Okay. All right. So, yes, you have done about half of his life. Okay, cool. So he's hit me with lightning. Let's go, Chad. So, yeah, he's going to, um, as the blood splits out, he's going to uh, expel his dragon breath at you. And Now, with that, hold on. Sure. So that's a deck save, and I've got the evasion you got, you're for only that. Gonna, yeah. So half. Half, yeah. It would be max damage. We're going to... If I succeeded on a save, succeed, it would be no damage. It would be no damage. But I automatically take half if we're saying I don't succeed saves. So half for the show, damage. For the right? show, you're going to take half damage. Okay. So you're going <laughs> to you're gonna take 12 damage. Okay. Which is considerably got the skill that I never get to fucking use. Yeah, which is considerably <laughs> less than you would have taken. Oh yeah, but I've got you down to fifty-seven. Yep. Okay, good deal. So the math tracks. Yep. And uh, after that, he looks at you with me kind of a, a wince in his eye. Yeah. So yeah, you were able to dodge the majority of the lightning. You got singed a little bit. But you see uh, a wince in his eye, but he still has a smile on his face. He knows that he's probably not going to be able to survive another two rounds of blows like that, but he's in it to win it. Yep. He's, he's, he, wants to, he wants to fight. Same champ, and I love this motherfucker, so I'm going to go in with another punch with a stunning strike. Oh, damn it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. I didn't. I should not let you have that long rest. You got to replenish all your key. So here, yeah, it's Martell I'm up against, baby. I love this dragonborn motherfucker. I'm in it. Let's. He wants a fight. I'm giving him a fight, but I got to pull out. I I ain't got no magic, no dumbass, weird-ass spells or some other shit, no buffs. I got this. This is what I got, and I'm using it. <laughs> Fucking boom. Stunning strike. Unarmed. Boom. Extra attack. Boom. Flurry of blows, baby. Boom, boom. 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 That's five hits. So he takes another five hits there. Would you like to pull your punch on this next round of attacks? I would, of course. Okay. I would, of course. Uh, so then we're going into my second round, baby. So uh, he is five, stunned. He, five, You see his eyes get wide. He's like, oh, my God, I'm about to legit lose this fight. I give him a wink as I, as I punch him five more times. But without stunning strike this time, of course, because it's all good. So boom. you don't, need, yeah, you don't need to stun him again. Unarmed, boom! Extra attack, boom! Flurry of blows, boom, boom! That leaves me with nine key. So you land these ten successful blows on Martel. The first five left him standing there because he was stunned. 
The last five that you put on him destabilized him and knocked him off balance. The speed uh, and quickness and strength of your second round of strikes knocked him off balance with the first one. The second one hit him in the chest to make him start falling backwards. The next one you laid on him as he was falling backwards drove him into the ground with a thud, and your last two hit him in the neck and the forehead, and you see his eyes roll backwards into his head, so you only see the whites of his eyes. You don't see the gold irises anymore. He looks KO'd. Nice. Like, you legit knocked him the fuck out. I... I stand not over him but you know next, next to, to him. him yeah not in a weird menacing asshole way and i i look around to see if this fight's over you know i'm like he's breathing but he's knocked out he no he's not getting back up <laughs> i i like i lift his arm and let it fall down and then i go i raise my arms in the air <laughs> and then the entire arena cheers Eris even cheers like, oh, my God, the whole crowd goes wild. Somebody throws Theobald's helmet back in your direction. <laughs> I grabbed that shit. <laughs> As like, I don't know, just like, oh, I can't believe it beat him. Like they were so excited. And then they look and they're like, oh, they get sad because they don't have it anymore. <laughs> but the, Martel just lays there breathing steadily. He's knocked out. He can't get up under his own power. I kneel down and see if maybe I can like smack his face and wake him up at all. I don't. I don't know how. Oh yeah, you can if you would like. If you want to wake him up, he will open his eyes and he'll look at you and he'll be like, "Did I win? No, no. Oh, that's crushing. Yeah. Well, you did a great job. Did you win? Yeah. Ah, good job. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I I get him up to his feet and let him. You and know, he hang he, on hey, he puts one arm around your shoulder and he the he's heavy with his girth and his weight and his armor and his giant broadsword. He's heavy and he's like, you know, I could have taken your head off. Oh yeah. Like I would have. Yeah. But I don't kill. Yeah. Unless I do. I totally understand. And I, I look at the crowd and, and with Martel and raise my arms again with him and And then Martel grabs your wrist and he raises your arm up too, letting everybody know, yes, Ari Futan did, in fact, win this bout. And <clears throat> then he says, I can't wait until we go find that necromancer fuck. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that That's going to sure. be a blast. That's happening. Can you help me back down the ramp, though? Yeah, I, absolutely. I'll I help can't you out even here. fly. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got All right, you, brother. So he and Ari um, go to walk down the opposite ramp. It, he's not walking back towards your ramp where you're going. He's actually walking Martel down his side of the ramp. So Hephaestus will stand up and he'll clap slowly, watching the sportsmanship. All of the other gods will follow lead and they will also clap slowly. And then the whole rest of the arena, taking their cue from the gods, will clap slowly, like in reverence, as you help walk this giant paragon of paladin off of the arena down his own ramp as opposed to you going to your own ramp and on that side you down now this is the first time any of you have been on that side you see about five or six paladins that are in breastplates and plate mail they all have a white tabard with silver trimming that have a bust of Bahamut on the tabards. There is just a ton of these paladins of Bahamut just standing <laughs> around here. And they motion for you to bring him over, to bring Martel over. I do that. So you are able to do that. And they all get around Martel and they begin to, you know, lay on hands and heal. Martel says, You guys are going through too much trouble. I'll be just <laughs> fine. And then you hear um, one slow clap from the back of what would be their entrance in this side. And then as you hear the slow clap, it gets a little bit louder. People are starting to spread and part. And walking up, you see Pan. Nice. In full armor. He doesn't have his helmet on. You see his Bahamut branding. It's actually glowing silver. 
It looks like he's forcing Bahamut radiant paladin magic through it just to make it glow. Can he, Martell stand on his own now? Yeah, Martell can absolutely okay. stand on his own. Yeah, he does that. And Pan walks up to you and he says, "Sorry." That was impressive. I give Pan a big ass hug, and he does the same. He embraces you. <laughs> he gives you a big Pan. hug. I am so happy to see you. It's been so long. It has been quite some time. I was afraid of going against Martel. Ah, oh, Martel's great though. And now I'm even more worried. Why is that? It looks like I'm going against you. Oh yeah. I love you, buddy. I have missed you guys so much. Right. Same here. Man, how's Josira doing? She's doing great. I've seen a couple of her fights. Yeah. She is terrifying. Yeah, no, I could not beat her. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I don't want to fight no, her. No, no. Yeah. No, it's crazy. She's yeah. got these a- goddamn animals. You and I are in our semifinals. Yeah. The winner of our match will move on to the finals. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. I want you to know I will not kill you. I won't kill you either. Okay, that's... Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. That's so good to see you again. But I am going to try to put you to sleep. Oh, I expect nothing less. And I, you know, you can certainly try. Yeah. (laughs) I have been training for, God, 10 years now. Wow. It's not been that long here. Time is different beyond the mist. Clearly. We know this. I've gotten a lot stronger. I bet. I've gotten a lot better. I can't wait. Wow. But go back to your other side. I'm sure Josiah and Neith are waiting for you. I'm going to tend to Martell. I'm going to give some instructions to my other paladin brethren here. And hopefully, I'll see you guys in, well, yeah, I hope I see all of you guys in the groups. Theobald will be there. Martell will be there. I will be there. And Perry will be there. Nice. We're actually the sixth seed in the groups. We have a long way to go before we see you guys. Give Josira my love. Will do. Tell her I said hello. Okay. And maybe we'll go get some dinner or something after this next day of fights. I love it. I love that. We absolutely should. And then Pan's going to give you another big hug, and it's going to be a really long hug. Oh, yeah. It's like equivalent to Martel's hug. Same. Ah, you called it. You knew Pan was going to be there. That's so dope. If there's a retinue of bah- Bahamut Paladins, there's a good chance Pan is going to be there. Yeah, I wanted to bring him just just for a little bit. Just, just so a little bit. Yeah, Miss Cran. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to level uh, him up to 14. You said level 14. I've got to level Ooh. him up to 14. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are 14. And I think I, I think he's still like level 8. There's a lot to, <laughs> a lot of work to do on it. Oh, is that time? Yeah. God damn it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do us for this episode of Some Would Play. Listen next week as the singles tournament of blood continues. Jelsira and Ari have their semifinals match that they have to go through, as does Neath. And maybe Lux. Who knows? Maybe the finals will be player versus player. Wouldn't that be a twist? <sighs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Jenna is at Jenna Toll. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it.